Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 421. This is your guide to the geek side, and I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra. Back from Europe, I am uh, now formerly Eurotrash, joined by Charlie Todd's, Carden. Todd, Todd's European vacation with that much less awkward. Uh, wasn't wasn't didn't Rusty get in some tryst in that? So with like some punk like French girls. Some I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Uh, yes, Rusty tried to pretend to be an adult. That yeah, I haven't right. seen that one in, in years. Um, I think that was the last like really adult enter, uh, like vacation movie. Right. The rest were like PG thirteen. Yeah, I got yeah. When you get to Christmas vacation, it was really it was kind of dumbed down. There was no there was no raunch in it. No. So in the movie, the movie where they had Todd the Uppie next door. So well, welcome back to the USA. Yes, uh, we had some, we had you know great things happen while you were gone that were that you already know what they are. So I don't have to talk about them. So we can keep this podcast apolitical. But great yeah. things happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Europe was great. Went to Venice, Austria and Germany it was hilarious. I got to see some movie posters in the German, which was fun. Uh, and I did get to see some US TV, you know, German, you know, dubbed, which was very odd and very entertaining. Some very unique European, like old European movies that were just really bizarre and crazy. Uh, and I saw this weird puppet show with kids being entertained in Germany. Also, uh, very odd. I'll tell. I'll say, but it was it was a great trip. Had a lot of fun. I'm still jet lagged, uh, but oh, I'm yeah. so glad to be back. Uh, it was an awesome trip with my son, seeing his his band perform in three different uh, countries. Um, it was amazing experience for the whole family, and uh, my wife probably. Would, would never want to be a chaperone ever again. Is all she'll probably say. Oh boy, bunch a bunch of raunchy ch- raunchy children with all their all their hijinks and whatever. I I mean, I we did I did music trips when I was in high school because uh, I was in the choir. We went to Chicago, we went to Toronto, and the and the the gem of the gem we went to Detroit. <laughs> So yes, very exciting. Yes, we didn't go anywhere like Europe. So that's that's absolutely spectacular. The experience of a lifetime. So that is he got to do his backpacking across Europe before he turned eighteen and without a backpack or not not living out of a backpack, which I would imagine is the worst part of backpacking across Europe is that you're you're a hobo basically. Yeah, you, know? you gotta rely on the kindness of strangers, hostels, and public right. transportation. Not well, a good plan. I've seen those hot- I've seen those hostile movies, and that's a big thumbs down. Um, but anyway, speaking of a big thumbs down, and I, I do, I have to commend you on getting these great covers. So we have a, an issue number two. Well, Charlie, before we get into the cover, we got to thank our patrons, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, you, you don't know what you got. And, and well, I don't want to say till it's gone, but you never want to take it for granted. Yes, you're absolutely right. We would be nowhere in our burgeoning endeavors uh, without our awesome Patreon squad. Uh, our big hitters are, are, of course, on the Best Buds level, our friend Jamie Prinky. And on the BFFs level, Sean, Stella, and Henry Nias, right there in Minnesota. My dear, dear friend, Missy Merchant, frequent contributor uh, to our network, and her friend, Andy Milliken. So thank you, all of you, for supporting us. We've got some great new content coming your way. Todd, you, you missed it, but you'll be on the next one. April and I did record a bad trip to the movies yesterday about 
Showgirls. It's going to be awesome. It's coming out on Saturday. And then next installment Charlie. is going to be the three of us. Talk about Wing Commander. Check the check the Patreon numbers because once that one launches, I'll I'll be interested to see if we have anyone left after that Showgirls I'm episode. Surge, I'm telling you, Serge, I it was I'll tell you that film was far worse than I remembered. Far worse. Surprisingly, it was, it was, yes. It was it was uh, it was it was a joy for us to talk. It was fun, but yeah, if you're uh, a Patreon listening to my voice, you will get a chuckle out of listening to that. But unsurprisingly, uh, very adult subject. So just be aware. Not for the kids. <laughs> Not for the kids. All right. Well, uh, even though I anticipated my own denouncement over here, uh, we'll move on to talking about this beautiful cover, which, again, uh, we have an issue number 21. And talk about stuff that I don't even remember was a comic, because I know I didn't read this, but William Shatner, the Shat, Captain Kirk himself, uh, had a series of books in the early 90s, maybe maybe started in the late 80s, I'm not sure, which Marvel uh, adapted under their epics, Epic Comics uh, banner uh, in, this was in 19, well, actually this must have started in 1992 because this was Correct. published in 1994. Uh, issue number 21, Virtual Death, and you've got three people in uh, in outfits that it kind of is a cross between like Star Lord's original outfit from the comics or like a shield uniform. But you've got two dudes and a woman uh, getting hit by these laser beams. The woman, of course, is turned around backwards so that you get a great view of her butt because comics are for boys, I guess. So that was necessary. But Todd, leather jackets. Oh, no, no, no. That's a that's a trench coat. One dude's wearing a trench coat. That's, Correct. that's very 90s. It's very 90s, leather, yeah. Leather, yeah, very leather trench coat by the looks of it, I would say. I, I love the fact that the, the main character's name is Jack Cardigan. <laughs> Jack yeah, Cardigan! He's not, but he's not wearing one. He, not, he, the, not, he jo- be, not Johnny Vest? He, sh- he shouldn't be Jack Trenchcoat? In the sp- I, I'm assuming that he's the main guy. The guy with the, they're all wearing goggles. And yeah, like I said, it's like a sh- they're wearing like shield agent gear but like they have web gear with like has little sensors or mirrors on it or something and even like their belt looks like a like a bug or something like that i don't know now i'm 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 curious about tech war but not to the point that i'm going to uh look into it but i am reminded of course of the uh uh, from an episode of the simpsons when they're talking about school funding cuts and updating the book library and uh, Krabappel says to uh, Principal Skinner, "Say, and the and the children have to learn about history from from Tech War, and if the Tech War books on the shelf." And Skinner's just like, "Well, how else are they ever going to learn about how that those wars ended?" <laughs> I I love this fact that Charlie, they're based on a series of a Shatner novels that he created, but was actually ghost written by Ron Goulart, which sounds like you know Goulet. Yes, Goulard yes. just sounds like a maybe a sound your boat makes when it backfires. Goulard. Yes. So uh, yeah, if you oh if you God. this indulged William Shatner's ego like no other, he's kind of like the main character. He's got his own picture on the cover, which is weird. His name's above it. I mean, what else? What else could he have in it? Maybe like you know an audio reading of the comic too. Maybe for every episode or every issue. Fantastic. Yes, the audio uh, audio. Uh, explosion very good maybe that's so, a, that should maybe that should be on uh, the facts of geek life charlie or the geeks of facts love life show what, what, you should do tech war is if it exists somewhere it, if it does because yeah wasn't it a short-lived something or other yeah i mean like, it's on, it, it was a, it was a syndicated it, series yeah 
Tech yeah, War. Yeah, it started. Didn't it start the guy who was Renegade, Lorenzo Lamas, or something? I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Anyway, more on that later. We don't want to grow too long in the tube. But uh, back in the day, the person who would have scooped us on Tech War, that would have been our senior news correspondent, Madam Webb, who I think back in the 90s, I, I think she was a high-powered CEO back in those days before she fell on truly hard times. Um, but anyway, she's now down at the corner of Hollywood and Fine, ready to give us the hottest scoops with Madam Webb's rumors and news. Let's go. Now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. I believe William Shatner stole your idea. He updated it to modern times with tech. You originally created Steamboat. It was a world of warring steamboats on the old mighty Mississippi. Uh, you had your uh, band of, you had like the tech expert who was making like uh, steamboat powered devices. You had the, uh, the the handsome spy. And then you had the, the, the big uh, burly one uh, that would always come to the rescue. Um, I believe it was uh, pot boat. I don't know. Make I sense like I, I like it how they always when they take something historical like that they say based on actual events, but not based on a true story. There's nothing <laughs> so, true about that at all. No, Todd. We could say based on actual events is my name is Charlie Carden and I lived in Michigan and there's your actual events and then the rest of it is now I'm in space and I'm the captain of the Enterprise. But it's based on actual events that I was a, 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 an alive person. Exactly. Oh, I can only get only get so lucky. But Todd, uh, you were uh, over in you were you were were you flying? Did you fly home through England by any chance on your way back? I did not. I flew into Paris and then on to Munich and then from uh, Munich on to Atlanta back in the United States. So there you go. So you so you did not pass over England on your way home. Is what you're saying. You were not in English airspace. Well, I would have flown over it. Right. So you got to be a part of Star Wars Celebration. I was in the same time zone. Yes. Yes. It was happening in London over this past weekend, and we got a lot of news, which uh, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, on Wednesday, you'll get the full. See, Todd, I get to talk about this twice tonight because Mark and I record later on. So we'll call this a dry run. But I do get the very unique impressions of Todd Oxtra and his fair to middling opinions about Star Wars. So, Todd, without further ado, take it away. Charlie, I'm turning over a new leaf when it comes to Star Wars. Wait, wait, here you go. Whoop. He turned over a new leaf. All I have to do is ignore a certain era of Star Wars, and I'm A-OK. So I'm going to ignore it because largely, because largely Star Wars celebrations largely ignored that era, I think, because they're ready to move on, which is fantastic in my book, because the first thing that they announced, which was the biggest thing I think people were really, I think all of us were you know worried about, was the movies. And they did announce that there will be three movies. They announced three directors. So this is partially real. And we're getting three eras, which is great. Largely eras that um, are two, I would say, not touched, and one that is kind of a culmination of what we've been getting with the TV shows, the Mandoverse, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Is it the heir to the Empire-verse now, Charlie? Uh, they haven't done that yet, but I mean, that that got thrown out as an expression in, in one of mm-hmm. these because that's, that's thrown. And we're, yeah, that was one of the thing. I mean, in all of this, we got a bunch of trailers, uh, the most excited of which I think was Ahsoka, in my opinion, because well, we're getting we our car to, we're getting our car to have the horse. Let's talk oh, about these things oh, in like oh, the oh, movies oh, oh, oh. first. 
Let's talk about the movies first. The movies first. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we've got three movies, three directors. So we've got uh, we got Dave Filoni. He's essentially making the culmination of Ahsoka, uh, Mando, Book of Boba Fett into a. Uh, apparently, it's going to be like the Defenders, where all those series came together, and you got like one big Defenders thing together. So you're going to get right. one or the, movie or the Avengers. Correct. And they they kind of feel like this is kind of a culmination of that, which I don't know what that means. If it's like this, this movie will be the end of those series and it kind of wraps up that era. I don't know. But and what do you do with someone? You've got all these TV series. And what does a movie do? Does it make it bigger, more budget? I mean, I'm just curious what it does, because I mean, it seems like they have plenty of budget. But, yeah, you would assume that you're bringing together all the elements of these little franchise lets, you know, and uh, you have a bigger, I, I would say bigger story more than bigger budget because yeah, I don't feel like uh, the, when you watch man learn, you feel like they're, they're, you know, cutting corners or that it's, it's cheap. You know, they, they spend the money. I mean, they have the they have space battles. Maybe they're not big giant space battles, but you know, like Mando flies around fighting the pirates or whatever, or, or you know, or all the, uh, the big old green screen wraparound background thing, like when he's on the desert, but it's really on a soundstage that, that can't be inexpensive to do it that way, but it looks really legit. I think it's always looked very legit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would, I would say bigger story. That would be my vibe. It's and this will be hard because, you know, you have TV series, which are multiple episodes, multiple hours, a ton of different characters. That's going to be hard to pull off because how do you then say all of these characters are now coming together and you have two hours on screen? And how do you justify it? Because nobody's going to get enough screen time. It's going to be hard to, to really satisfy fans that are, are really into it. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe that's right. just something where it kicks off something else. But that one's kind of the most obvious one. The two, though, I think neither of us saw coming were Jane Mangold's film, which is essentially Wolverine taking place. Guy. Snick, snick, snick. Exactly. Doing, he's in, in doing Indiana Jones. Um, he's right, I mean, 20. Right. This is taking place at the very beginning of the Jedi. 25,000 years before anything ever happened. This is like the old Republic, I guess. Now, it's even older. Is it? An, it may, yeah, I was going to say maybe I have to talk that through with Mark if this is truly KOTOR. This is like pre KOTOR. Because uh, I don't remember exactly when KOTOR was set. I didn't, but you're right. I didn't feel like it was that It was far. thousands of years before, yeah. but yeah. Well, and this is still thousands, but is this more thousands? You know what I mean? It's Lots of thousands, yes. 25 it, it, it of is. the thousands. It's many of the thousands. Many. Yes. yes, yes, uh, and that's all we know. It's just the beginning, and not much has been told. But Mangold is a great director, and once again, brought him out on stage. So someone can't say, "Well, they never mentioned." No, this is basically these, these things are all happening. But once again, Charlie, what do so we say? You, Until we can get a see a trailer or yeah, we can buy tickets, right? We don't believe it. Yeah. That's just the thing. I don't know if having someone making an actual appearance means that it's really happening. But it stands a better chance of happening if they said, like, and here's this guy. It's not like, here's an erroneous report that, you know, they didn't bring Patty Jenkins out, did they? You know, they so, did yeah, not bring not, her back out. Yeah, they didn't bring her on the not, air. They're not, they're not willing to die on that hill or really kind of stick their neck out that far. So exactly. I, I, think, that's, I, yeah. I think that's significant. Yeah. And then the last yeah, so. movie that was announced was um, Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy, who directed uh, Miss Mar- uh, Miss Marvel, uh, that the Marvel series. Miss Marvel oh, uh, oh, series. OK, correct. He's making something where I am very pleased by this. And I think a lot of people also are the rise. You our, know, friend, basically, our, 
Our, fr- our friend John is absolutely because he loves Daisy. Yeah, so fifth, <laughs> we're getting a, a post sequel trilogy movie carrying on with at least one of the characters, which is Ray, right. and she's a, she's going right. to be a Jedi Master fifteen years later, and it's going to be a, a jump forward because it's not real time fifteen years. I hope it's not fifteen years after because that's you know ten years away still from now. So hopefully no, sooner it's, than that. It's yeah, it's been. Um, it's been almost 10 years since that first film. So at least she will have aged appropriately. You know, it won't be like, I got to put some old age makeup on her. So she'll look like, you know, she's 35 or something or however old she's supposed to be. Yeah. Which is, which is exciting because I always felt like the original trilogy, trilogy characters got wasted and we only saw them again at the very end of their lives. And they got like very little screen time and and they they all died. Not together. (laughs) Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. They all died. One of them, one of them died in real life, which is why we didn't end up seeing her. So, um, yeah, yeah, the the Ray one is again, you know, it's it's really unfortunate that sequel trilogy haters immediately lit up the internet, but I don't care about those people. Neither do because I. I think, I think this sounds like fun. Um, I didn't think. Uh, I thought. I, I thought Ray was a compelling character in her mm-hmm. own way. Yeah, very good character. Um, she was unique. She was different. She employed all things about sci-fi. Um, you know, that like, oh, well, she was the granddaughter of Palpatine and that's why she was so powerful. And, you know, she was this diet in the forest with Ben and that's why she was so powerful. Oh, she's Mary Sue, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. I don't care. You know what? Science fiction, let it go. Uh, so what? It was great. So, yes, obviously her jumping forward, Jedi Master, training the next generation. And then obviously something comes along. There has to be some kind of and it, some kind of combat. and this is set up as a trilogy, I assume, or not just a standalone I, film, or that that didn't get said. I don't think they said it, and I don't know if Star Wars needs more trilogies. I just think they just need no. one good film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, there are a lot of one good films that people exactly enjoy. Rogue like, One, uh, you know, yeah, I, you know, or you know. Indeed, Raiders of the Lost Ark was not set out to be a trilogy, but it was successful, so they made another one. You know, Star Wars. If the first Star Wars bombed, there would have been no trilogy. But no, was, Indiana Jones is a trilogy, and now we're finally getting the fourth movie, Charlie. Fifth movie. Fifth movie. Fourth movie. Uh, fourth. Oh, that's right, movie. because that that thing in two thousand eight never happened. It'll be it'll be interesting when we get there how they gloss over that why there's no Shia LaBeouf. Exactly. I can't, I can't wait. I mean, he, it'll be the best. He, he moved back to Indiana. That's all that happened. Yeah. You came from Indiana? I didn't catch I don't that know. part. You made it up. Oh, I don't. Sure, why not? Indiana Jones like is right. what it's all about. Indiana, I'm from Indiana. Uh, no, it is not. But okay, all right. So what happened after we learned about the movies? I mean, you're on a roll. Go for it. Yeah, so more TV, and this is really kind of an order of things happening, I think. Um, Star Wars yeah. Visions is getting a second season. We knew that was happening. We got the trailer for it. Um, I love this because we're getting it's more global, more different types of animation, stop motion by the guys who do Wallace and Gromit, which is great. We've got, I love it, yes. Comedy, it looks like, really good. We've got CGI. We've got traditional animation. We've got some weird plushy stuff it looks good i think it looks awesome and there's going to be a lot more variety which i think a lot of people were wanting from visions uh part one and it comes out may 4th which makes sense may the 4th exactly correct so pause for station identification sorry all right yes i'm very excited and then the big buzz for me because again it was a trailer and it's a project that we've known about for a long time is ahsoka yeah you got the whole gang you got the rebels gang in effect now we did see and i i kind of rolled my eyes at this one in a recent episode of mando they gave us um the big green guy what the hell or the big gray the big purple dude 
Yes. I'm, I'm forgetting his name, too. But they gave, yeah, they retconned him into a recent episode of Mando, so we've seen him. I'm so embarrassed, I don't remember. But Grief, now we see Griff, everybody. Grief, yeah. Grief, Griff. No, that, that's, uh, that's Carl Weathers' character's name is Grief. Gengar? Um, Bangar? Gengar. Bangars and, Bangars and Mash. You have some of that overseas. Um, but anyway, we're getting, we have, uh, we have Hera now. We have Sabine. Uh, of course, Ahsoka is back as well. I think we see a hollow of um, Ezra, um, but he he's the big And we get Lars Mikkelsen becoming Thrawn in live action for the first time. He Obviously, he voiced him in the Rebels cartoon. I want to go back and watch Rebels again because I'm, I'm fired up about this. I don't know that I can crank through all four seasons, but uh, maybe, and maybe I'll talk to Mark about this, we'll do a little curated you know, here's your top five greatest Rebels episodes to get you ready to watch Ahsoka. That would probably be a good way to swing it. Zeb. Um, Zeb, thank you. Oh my, yeah, I knew it was like it was like a three letter, uh, three letter kind of deal. So yeah, they very erroneously threw him in the uh, in a recent episode of Mandalorian, which he didn't belong because at the end of Rebels, they get the what are they doing now? And he went off in a distant part of the galaxy and reconnected with people from his planet, and it didn't show him being a pilot in the New Republic. So I thought that was kind of cheap move but whatever i'll mention well, that when that's we talk you know that give him another 10 years maybe decided he was tired of that and wanted to hang out at a bar yeah the, uh sure why not Sounds people don't take thing. vacations so, in the future charlie come on <laughs> well now when it's a, a war and where do you go does everybody go, go to canto bite exactly. um so anyway this co- this comes out in august uh the trailer's out there now and it'll be eight or ten episodes i'm assuming Yep. Without with without leaning into it real hard. Mando's almost over because we're on Mando episode six or eight, six or seven. Pretty much, yeah. Is there nine episodes in that yeah. or not? Okay, cool. Yeah. There, there, have been, there have been there have been eight typically. So okay. Yeah, I mean, this is cool. I mean, I thought it looked great. Um, and Rebels, I liked. I didn't watch it all. I didn't get to really de- delve deeps. But so a lot of those characters I'm familiar with, and that's neat. I like it. I I'm yeah. totally fine with this. Um, I'm good to go. I'm excited. And it sounds like it's open for more seasons. So this isn't like they're saying it's only one. So um, the, 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 Todd, the Todd extra stamp of approval is I'm fine with that. I'm fine. That, well, we, we got to finally get around to our to our merch. Todd extra. I'm fine with that. It's allowed. Um, you're right. One of the panels that I watched at Celebration was was for Kenobi. And everybody's like, who's there going to be another season, this and that? And I'm like, I have said that I really don't want another season. Kenobi was great as a limited series where this, Ahsoka, could be great as an ongoing series. Because Absolutely. It's, wedged in, it's wedged in that Mando timeline, which is still, you know, 20, 25 years before the sequel trilogy, where all kinds of shit could happen. Where with Kenobi... He's he's painted exactly into a corner. What else is he going to even do that would make any kind of sense? That's why I just just don't do it. Please, please. Don't. Only unless he's like a minor character and it's other characters introduced in Kenobi that go off and have adventures and he right. helps find other Jedi. Maybe that's the only thing. And then, and then it's not Kenobi. Then it's like, you know, it's, you know, O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s rebel cell wacky adventures. That's, <laughs> that rolls off the tongue, too. That's that's all I got. All right, what else we got? So yeah, so then they basically brought out some new details about the shows we don't know much about yet. They don't have clear dates. Probably twenty twenty four. Skeleton Crew. Uh, we're finding this is um, by the guy who did uh, the Spider Man movies. Uh, is 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 behind this, and it's essentially an Amblin esque. Goonies type of young kids okay. with a Jedi, and that is now what um, uh, I'm blanking on his Jude name. Law. Jude Law Jude is going to play a Jedi. So 
we don't know much about this. The era it takes place, I believe, is post Return of the Jedi as well era. Um, oh, okay. So, yes. so what? When Luke's doing hissing, so this guy is one of Luke's lieutenants or whatever? He might maybe? be. He might be maybe looking for four right. sunset of kids. We don't know. Or maybe he stumbles upon them on an adventure yeah. and he finds four kids. They have an adventure. Maybe they look like for right. maybe one-eyed Willie's involved. We don't know. So it's the Star Wars version of Star Trek Prodigy. They, you know, go, they... Could be, yeah. Or whatever, and then go on a wacky adventure. Delightful. And then uh, the Elsa, the Elsa, 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 Alka Seltzer. Okay, yeah. So this is the um, pre-slashed in kind of conjunction with the High Republic era, which has been a novel series and comics and audio drama within the last several years. And we've got uh, who we got starting this? Daphne Keene from uh, Logan is starring in it. She's the the big one that I can think of. Carrie Ann Moss is in this too. I, I think mm-hmm. that was one of the folks playing a Jedi, Moss. apparently. Yeah, so, yeah, this is, um, yeah, right for, and we didn't really get a date off of this one, did we, though? We're assuming with uh, even this far into the year, everything is mapped out for 2023. Just like with, with Star Trek, we've got everything mapped out, so. Yeah. Oh, which um, is, oh, that's something that's something we didn't add to our news was talk about Star Trek news, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's going to be, they, it's weird that they build this as Frozen meets Kill Bill, which I'm still like, when it's a musical, and their sisters involved, well, and well, yeah, Frozen Kill Bill. Ouch, Frozen. Yeah, God, it's man. it's a weird That's mix, um, but this is definitely about the emergence of the Sith. How basically mm-hmm. this is starting the downfall of the Jedi, um, which is could be a very cool era. We know we're going to get a uh, a Wookiee Jedi, um, and this is going to be more told from the side of the the the, the antagonist, which is a cool thing to do in star wars we have not got that yet so this is really cool take this is great because we're going to really it's going to be a jedi focused series because that's the the era of the jedi and we'll see probably a lot of flaws in the jedi's thinking but we're hopefully going to see some cool adventures with jedi at the height of the power because we really have not gotten that in star wars that'd be a lot of fun right 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 cool all right and uh quick quick bites bad batch ending todd Season two was great. That's all I'm going to say. Where season one was kind of a meh. Season two had a was a was a banger. Uh, Tales of the Jedi two. Tales of the Jedi was okay. I guess they they had a couple of segments that were worth watching, in my opinion. And then Todd, you loved Andor, but we knew we were going to get a season two, and that's going to be on Twitter. Well, and yeah, it's only one season or one more season, which is great. 2024 yeah. summer, and um, yeah, I, I think that. Once again, I hopefully we're in full bore and it's the Rogue One. It's right before Rogue One, I believe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's maybe it's him and K2 and they're doing their stuff and it's everything. Yeah, they didn't make like uh, uh, Alan Tudyk didn't make an appearance. So that's interesting because that was the big thing. He was supposed to show up. He was it was too early in the chronology for him to to show up as K2. So, Um, but yeah, and then new trailer for Indiana Jones and turn on the radio to the dial of destiny. Awesome. Get a little bit more framing uh, of what everything's going on. Um, you find out that uh, the Fleabag actress, what am I drawing a name of? The goddaughter, Helena. Well, Phoebe Waller Bridges. Phoebe Waller Bridge. No, not Bridges. Not, not no. the Bridges of Madison County. Um, she is, she's the daughter of 
Toby Jones, who you see in the World War II sequences. So obviously a new character, not somebody that we thought it might have been like Marcus or something like that. Right. Right. So you find out that, you know, the two of them, uh, you know, Toby Jones and Indy were mates back in the war. And uh, in present time, which is 1969, if I'm not mistaken, we got a stone. Uh, We got a stone song in it. Right. So then, yeah, it's weird. Like he's dealing with hippies now. Dirty hippies and Nazis. It was, yeah, it was Sympathy for the Devil, and you see Indy uh, passed out in front of his little tiny TV with his TV dinner, you know, and then, uh, yeah, we also get a return by uh, John Reese davies as Sala, who looks just as old as Indy does. Um, but I think that that's all we get for returning characters. No Marion, no Mutt, his son and wife. Uh, maybe, no short you know, round. No short round. Uh, unless that's the big uh, the big reveal that they went back and you know no Kate no Kate Kaplan Capfield uh, oh Kate yeah yeah uh, yeah Kate, Kate I don't there was ever a chance you were going to get Willie Scott back in these films but uh, anyway I'm I'm fired up yes I know Harrison Ford is old as hell um, but they have done everything to pack into these trailers to make it look extremely exciting so I, I think everybody's got some goodwill towards Indy again and you know what um, yeah. I'm all for it I. Really cannot right. wait to see how this ends. And they did confirm that this is the end of Indiana Jones, yes. which yeah, they they did tease it with a potential uh, program on Disney Plus, and it's fine. And to to coin a turn from Todd Extra, if it's over, I'm fine with it. It's okay. It's I alive. love Indy. I'm enjoying my new um, Indiana Jones uh, Marvel Legends style action figures. Got a little collection over there in the corner. And they, they had a bar build an artifact. So you collect these five figures and you got the Ark of the Covenant, which is really cool because two of them you had, it was the it was the guy dressed in black leather, Major Tote, with Renee standing over it uh, right before they opened the Ark. They didn't release the other guy in his melting face, but hopefully that'll be a, an ad back in the future. Ooh. But really maybe it's cool like figure. So it maybe, is, it's in, maybe it's you can put wax on it itself and then like just... Well, the... Uh, Skull. The the major yeah, the major toad guy had a swap out head. He has a mm. melted head. That's his other one. Uh, that is not the one I have. I want a melting head. action, like you it. actually like you tell kids, just borrow your parents' lighter and melt the face. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because that's the, the absolute worst of it they could have with the lighter. Okay, so out of news from um from Star Wars Celebration. Now we're talking about. Leo Spider-Man or Miles Spider-Man, if you prefer, new trailer for Across the Spider-Verse, which we're getting in June, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Um, cannot that wait. Is, yeah, that that movie was uh, was pretty fantastic. In in 2018, we had the uh, this is oh uh, this is Across the Spider-Verse. The first one was Into the Spider-Verse. Sorry, Into Across. Will the third one be underneath? I have no idea. Um, but yeah, this is this is this is super exciting. We got a tease at the end of the first film about Spider-Man 2099, voiced by Oscar Isaac, uh, as kind of being the new big—I won't say big bad because he wasn't—he's not a bad guy—but there is some controversy around how he will drive the storyline. And uh, all Spider-Man, but no Tom Holland, unless they, unless you took him in here somewhere. Doesn't no, they did like make a, a joke about it, though. They did say, "Did you hear yes. one of the quotes?" Yes. Yeah, I see he it. goes, uh, it, it, "Doctor Strange." Yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange and the little nerd back on Earth. One nine 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 nine. That's a lot of nines. Nine. Uh, like like the end of my phone. My, like the end of my phone number has three nines in it. And people are just like, "Oh, how'd you yeah. get that one?" Yeah, this um, is like the anyway. gathering of the Matrix of the Spider Verse. They play, have a place called the lobby right. where uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine has gathered Spider peoples from all of all the realms. 
that is what you uh, give you lives to give you a tilt. I have all the spider people, and I've got a lot of them that are swinging from the ceiling now. If you look, see, this is why you should watch us on YouTube, friends. So much excitement, but yeah, I've 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 been a big fan of the whole Spider Verse kind of quadrilogy, whatever it is, since um since that came out in 2014 in comic form, um and this has been great, yeah. So we get obviously returning Gwen Stacy, uh, Holly Halle Steinfeld, and Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker, the guy with the one shoe and the sweatpants, and um and he has a baby now too. Didn't they show that? Uh, uh, well, yeah, there, so. uh, May uh, May Parker. Yeah, May, well, Mayday Parker. Was well, Mayday? Yeah, yeah, Mayday. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, we get we're getting we're getting Jason Schwartzman as the spot. Which is spot. That was so grab. so of, weird. Of an with 80s the, Spider-Man yeah. villain. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. Daniel Daniel is Spider Punk, which is a great character that I've always that I've loved since those uh, times. Rachel Dratch, Greta Lee, Shay Wiggum. So just a lot of really really great names. So this should be fun. Um, and a Todd, you know, you, John and I are getting to the point where we've got to, we've got to put our, our quat lose down on the summer movie wager. So the question is how big is this one going to be? I'm wondering, Ooh. I mean, the animation pictures have, we've often found, um, that they have a ceiling. Sometimes they do. And sometimes they don't, um, you know, yeah. When you throw into the mix, like, yeah, the flash is coming out, but so much bad press with Disney. Is that going to affect anything? How's Indiana Jones going to play out? How is lackluster uh, performance of Marvel movies going to affect uh, guardians three? So could this end up being the summer of like Spider-Man and Indiana Jones? I don't know. It could. I mean, look what, look what the super Mario brothers movie is doing. Like one of the biggest five days of any movies ever ever for a video game animated movie and spider-man yeah. is huge so i mean yeah. i'm i could expect this one to just be like jump a leap over the last spider uh yeah. verse right. movie right. and really expand it because um i think people really really it caught on with a lot of people and this one's big yeah. audiences are back and kid movies are not always uh that available so this could be huge right I am. Yeah, I'm very excited. So that is on June 2nd. So uh, I watched this one just before we came down here. And this just came out over the weekend or whatever it is. Blue Beetle movie. It's starring one of the kids from the, the new Karate Kid TV show. Took me a minute to figure that Miguel. out. And George Lo- George Lopez, who yep. I've always, always been a little lukewarm about George Lopez. Um, myself personally, but whatever. He's um, he's the, he's the yeah. Latino Tim uh, Allen. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know what? It's funny because if you look at Tim Allen, George Lopez, they both have kind of a shady, shady life, shady life mm-hmm. at times off yes. screen. So that kind of fits the bill. Um, but yeah, so this is spinning off of, uh, boy, the last time that anybody heard anything about Blue Beetle. And this isn't really an incarnation of that was back in Smallville. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't really this iteration of the character. So this no. is a uh, young, young Latino boy. Uh, L.A., I'm assuming, uh, who stumbles upon the Black Beetle, or the, the Black Beetle, the Blue Beetle, which is an apparatus that, as you see in the trailer, overtakes him. And then it's, you know, it's a, you know, nanotech suit that flies him into orbit. And, uh, you know, at some point, uh, he'll obviously end up having to fight a villain or whatever it is. But, um, yeah, this does not, um, doesn't really spin off of anything that we saw um in uh in smallville or anything else and he's fighting susan sarandon yikes hey it's that's, about that's time somebody took her out she's she's really trying to take over the world you know susan sarandon she, the time has come she's been a she has been a menace since rocky horror there's no doubt about it so um yeah and he certainly looks nothing like this uh this animation of uh, of ted cord who was the original dude so 
Um, I'm feeling at the very least we'll get some kind of booster gold tie-in because I think of the two of them together. But um, this is fun. Now, this is the first, because they were talking about this on a Weekly Planet today when I was listening. This is the first kind of untouched piece of, or or the first thing really being released pretty close, or at least pretty close to when um, What's-His-Butt took over, the new guy, Sean Gunn. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, James Gunn. Uh, yeah, I mean... This one, he said, it's kind of like can stand on its own. It's not really going to have ties yeah, to the, the, the rest of the DCU movies, which is a good thing at this point, because, right. um, you know, I, I think this will be a crowd pleaser. The trailer seems to be gotten people's attention. This is the first Latino superhero f- highlighting in its own, in his own movie. Very cool. Yeah. And he's a newer character. He came out in 2006. Um, and essentially it's got ties to the, the heritage blue beetle character, Ted cord. And this is really tied to cord industries. This device gets out. So it's a mix of Spider-Man and Iron Man this is the best way to put it. Uh, so it's kind of a cool mix and it just looks like a lot of fun. I- I'm excited for this one. I do like Miguel. I like yeah. the cast and this should be a lot of fun. For sure. Well, good. And then next we have, Secret Invasion, uh, which you've known about this, the MCU property over on Disney Plus, uh, is going to be coming out this summer. But we're not sure. Did we get like we got a trailer? But it was like, did it say, oh, it's coming out in the summer, or it's coming out in August, or something? something it was very like vague. That. It was very vague. It just said 2023, yeah. which is like, okay, it's coming. Okay, yeah, because we haven't that, had. That's, that's, that's a year that we're living in. I mean, we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy in in May, so and yeah. then we have uh, this movie. Loki. Loki uh, we have Loki as well. You know, obviously with Jonathan Majors, Loki. all his Loki. yeah, his his craziness, which is going on. Which you know, who knows? They haven't said anything Why? since charges were brought yeah, against right. him or allegations. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, I I'm guessing this could come after. I mean, I don't know how things are going to ramp up. And this one looks like largely it's on its own. Besides Nick yeah. Fury and uh, Colby Smulders' character, I don't see yeah, anyone yeah. else from like a superhero sense, someone else that you're familiar with uh, beyond Ben Mendelsohn and his uh, Skrull. Oh, and Rhodey's in this too. Yeah. And Rhodey's in this too. Oh, right, right. Yeah. There you go. And yeah, so we're yeah we're seeing you know Nick on the run, and which is, he always kind of is. And this this article you linked talks a little bit about the Fantastic Four. So is this going to be dipping a toe in the water and like, and here's Reed Richards working on something or other? That could be kind of cool. Could they inter- could they yeah. introduce a, uh, a character from the Fantastic Four or something to tie it in through this as a series and then yeah. launch the movie? It could. That could be neat. I don't know, man. Sounds sounds kind of wild. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, once again, our our mutual friend jonathan uh sear who's very very excited about seeing anything that amelia clark is in is all for all, all in on this um so that's enough for me um all right next property next next story last story is about something that i i've never been particularly enthusiastic about so next did story. you see the movie i did okay didn't do it for me Okay, got it. So I could get that because Scott Pilgrim is a big thing for a lot of people. It was a cult classic. It came out as a graphic novel that was a very different type of graphic novel, almost kind of reminded me of like uh, manga in a way. And I heard about it on a TV show I used or a video series I used to watch called The Totally Red Show. They talked about this comic. They said this is right. a really cool comic that 
is different than anything you probably have ever read. And it's really about a, a loser named Scott Pilgrim. He ends up seeing this girl in his dreams who's delivering his packages, uh, Ramona Flowers. And essentially, it's a, it's a, a series about Scott having to defend or beat all of Ramona's exes. And, it, and it's very over-the-top anime, uh, video games, all of those things. And Edgar Wright directed the movie. And his I like, panache, Edgar, I, I like Edgar, yeah. I, like I mean, and the cast of this movie is phenomenal. A fantastic this cast. Jason Schwartzman, uh, uh, Schwartzman. You've got, um, you know, America's Ass. You've got, I mean, lots of cool people. You've got a Superman in this movie. Um, and, you know, essentially but, but they're bringing... Not, but, not, but not a super ass. No, no, no. Superman. Correct. Correct. But great characters, great music, just a really fun movie that the visuals are amazing. Edgar Wright was great. This is like when a second big movie that he did. Um, And because of that, people still they made a video game as well. So uh, this is a really popular series that just has grown over the years. People just love it. And it continues to find new audiences. And they are now making an animated version of this, (laughs) which is very cool. And Charlie is so choked up by this news. I'm back. I, did, yes. I just did it. Well, you're, you're back. Everybody heard your cough. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're bringing did, back. I, nope, you did not. So there no, you go. No, I did. I was, I was looking right at it. it. It's muted now. Well, I heard your coughing. So. There you go. You can, <laughs> oh, hear, well. you can hear it through time. You can hear it through time and space. Oh, well, uh, enjoy the antics of our, our, our podcasting. Maybe I'll edit it up. Maybe I won't. You know, it's a bonus people enjoy um but they are making an anime they are making an animated series of this it's going to have all the original voice cast and the creator brian lee o'malley is going to be involved um the only thing that's going to be missing is back will not be back uh, to write new original music because he did that for the movie as well um and it's netflix so timing on this is probably 2024 and this should be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm very excited, and a lot of people are really excited about this news as well. Good news, good property that's going to be now brought to its third medium, well, fourth if you include video games. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Fantastic. Well, that does it for the news. Todd, time to get out that, that Fuber app, the Feeble Uber app. Uh, time to get uptown to Scuggsville, Nasty Town. The Geek Easy awaits. We're talking about what we're watching and reading. Let's go. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting the Geek Easy drinks are poured, and we are ready to get our nerd on. So, Charlie, uh, let's get into it. You've been watching some uh, uh, Camille Ninjiani as a man, yeah. man dancing it place. Was, it was well, he wasn't he wasn't doing any dancing, thank God. But yeah, this was one that was out earlier this year on. Hulu is called Welcome to Chippendales, and it was the real true story from the, the late 1970s going on into the 80s of a entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur, no, I just, well, just rolled right off the tongue, an entrepreneur from India who was a naturalized citizen, uh, who worked his way up from working in a gas station to wanting to start a backgammon club because that's something that was big in India that didn't really take off in LA until somehow the backgammon club turned into a club of male strippers which absolutely skyrocketed and it is the story of the uh, the, the wins and the triumphs and the, the ultimate uh, chilling failure of, of this guy 
Uh, it stars, um, who are some of the other, the only other star in it was, uh, Anna Lee, I think Ashford, and she was in, uh, Masters of Sex, and I recognized her from a couple of things. And some of the other couple, like, oh, it's this guy, oh, it's this guy. Not, not a lot of other big, like, blowy, oh, excuse me, Juliette Lewis was the other name that was in mm. it. She yeah. was another character in it. So, um, it's eight episodes, so basically, eight? you know. Eight? Yeah, eight. Yeah. Wow. That seems like a two hour made for TV movie, to be honest. It could be, could be, but it was, I mean, it was really, it was more flesh out. It's not like it was, wasn't like, you know, studio 54, which like, Oh, it happened here. And then it was all over. You know, the main part of the story kind of ended in the jump. There was a time jump at the end. And then, you know, not being familiar with the story, it ended in a way that I thought was really surprising. And, and you found that, uh, Kunail Nanjiami's character who was, was ultimately the villain. Sorry, sorry to spoil it for you. Um, makes a big sacrifice, and that was actually actually not something I saw coming. So I think it's worth watching. I'm not going to say a hell of a lot more about it, but I enjoy the period piece stuff, you know, because we um, uh, have enjoyed, like, we love, you know, Daisy Jones and the Six, which was, again, that was a period piece bit that was set in Los Angeles. You know, we watched uh, Almost Famous recently, kind of the same thing. So I love stuff from that time period. It always, uh, in, in the... You know, again, based on true, that's what we can call this episode, based on yeah. true events. Pseudo, you know. docu- yeah. pseudo documentary, but it's entertaining. Right. Um, yeah, like, uh, right. um, I, I mean, I, I saw the part of the 2020 special on this. So, like, kind of like right. a real right. which story, yeah. which was kind of entertaining. And I was watching some of that. So, I'm like, I got the gist of it. And it's like, that's what I'm saying. Eight episodes, really? I mean, I get it. It's it drama, just, different storylines. You know, and they they explored a, a lot of the darkness that was around the sure. expect because it was the eighties and drugs and sex. And four and hours of speedos, Charlie. That's really why you stuck around. Four hours of speedos. You know that I did. So yeah, so I, I'd recommend it again. It's on Hulu. So Todd, the Man Delorean. Oh, you're gonna let me? You're gonna let me, let me fly solo on this one? Well, no, I'll no, I'll talk about it too. I just thought of one I I, oh, okay. I added as well. So. Gotcha. So, um, Mandalorian, kind of say what you will. They're they're ambling their way slowly to a point, <laughs> uh, which you know this most recent episode. Take it or leave it. There was some fun stuff in it. Uh, Mando uh, after in the time did we talk about kind of he and Bo Karen are, are squatted up and they're they're part of the the, the covert right now uh, and they're finally settled on Carl Weathers' planet. So that that's what happened in episode five, I think. Mm-hmm six or seven now and uh now they're you know it, it turns into mando mission of the week uh they go to this planet where they can find uh x woves who is one of the one of the characters from last season that mando met because he's running you know he's got uh the ship that um that uh bo karen and that everybody talked from took from off giddy at the end of last season he's got it now and he's got a little army and, and bo karen wants to recruit them so they've got to go through this land on a planet and uh, I got to get in in order to get, be able to have access to it's a them, fetch quest. Go. Yeah. I got to get, thank you very much. Got to do this thing, but they're getting the fetch quest from characters played by Jack black and Lizzo. And let me tell you, my wife is a big fan of Lizzo. She was very excited about this, but it was kind of worse than her performance on Saturday night live. I will, I will tell you straight up. Um, although her and, you know, Grogu cheating at bocce ball was, was adorable. Um, the whole thing seemed kind of pointless. We also got Christopher Lloyd as the droid master. Kind of, you find out he's the villain. Sorry. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of Easter egg. It was kind of the Easter egg hour for the whole thing. 
Yeah. Um, so not, not certainly not the strongest episode of the series, uh, though we did get it was in because we got, uh, you know, they're landing on the planet, blah, blah. We have a mission. You skip through 35 minutes or whatever. And then you get to the last three minutes of um, Bo Karen and Axwell slugging it out. And then uh, Mando coming forward and say, well, you know, she really did win the Darksaber for me because she saved my life. Loophole. And it's hers now. Yeah, exactly. She saved my life, and now she's the girl boss. All yours. And she's much better using the, the saber anyway, so why not? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Mando ever got the handle on it. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, I mean, I don't mind these little set piece episodes. Um and then people are talking about like how the show was going now. Season one was about this. Season two is about this. This is about season three. Really, I think the reason season three the way it is with with Grogu coming back is because it's popular. I don't think they were just going to abandon him and not come have him come back, which is fine. But this now we know the push of the show is to really they call it the Mandalorian, but it surely should be called the Mandalorians because now it's all about right. building their home world and recruiting right. an army to get it back and, and, you know, reunite all of the Mandalorians that have been lost. So, I mean, I get the push for it, which is kind of cool because Mandalorians were kind of um, without a home. So all these right. pieces are coming together. Now one is, I mean, how many more seasons do you have of this or is it really going to end? And then we get is the other pieces the, building the, the onto movie. it. Yeah. Right, the big movie. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, the ultimate aim is whatever it is, is that obviously he's going to make it because uh, he's the Mandalorian. And then, you know, we know Boba Fett's going to come back and bring whatever pieces those are. And then whatever's going on in Ahsoka and all the Rebels will will all culminate in this big film. So, yeah, I'm not sure that there's been any kind of announcement about Mando moving forward. Like, do we know when there's another season coming out? Uh, COVID delayed them, you know, releasing a season last year because uh, season two of Mando ended in like December 2020 or something. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a that's you know that that's a wait of of two years uh, to get this. And I, I will be the first to admit I, I I don't necessarily feel like it's worth the two year wait. But well, know, we might not, Charlie. I mean. You know, let's not forget that it was um, the last episode of Mando season two that pulled out kind of some of the best Star Wars we've ever seen with mm -hmm. Skywalker yep. cutting through all those dark troopers. And then, you know, we we're all crying when he takes Grogu and walks off. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of there's kind of nowhere to go but down from that moment. So I don't know. Yeah, we won't, probably won't see this until we won't see the next season if they, we do get one until 2025, because next year we're getting Skeleton Crew with the Acolyte and or and uh Bad Batch. So that's four Star Wars things. And they wanted right. to reduce the amount of things coming out to, you know, reduce well, the fatigue. Could be, could be, yeah, it could be the end. This could yeah. be the end. It really could. Could be. be. So yeah. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So we've got a new episode uh, this week, um, which I and then I believe one more after that, if I'm not mistaken. So I think actually Mando and Picard, Picard, Star Trek Picard at the same time. So week after next. Could be. So we'll yeah, out. I mean, and we're going to get uh, our we're going to get the um, uh, Gus Gus Fring is coming back. So we know that. So there is going to be yeah. a dramatic point and which I'm great. I'm, I'm glad to see that once again, a a big bad. And, and where is that going to go? That could be fun. We'll see. Right. Uh, we shall. But Todd, you have now. Now, are you watching all of the movies or are you like, yeah, I'm just going to go with. The top three. I mean, are you, are you all in? On the, well, <laughs> on the fa fa fast ten your seatbelts. So let's talk about my fast and furious journey. 
Uh, up to this point, I have not seen any of the core movies. I've only seen the spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. And I did okay. I didn't have to have, you know, the plot points were, were not that difficult to manage. And I said, you know what? I'm going to see if I can watch one eventually. Well, my trip to Europe said, okay, well, let's watch one, Todd, when you're on, when you're on the plane. So I'm like, okay, I'll see what I can download and, and watch well. My entertainment on the plane included one Fast and Furious movie. So I'm like, you know what? That's what I'm going for. But before I watched it, in plain Wi-Fi, I watched what happened in the first four <laughs> Fast and Furious films. Just the recap. Wow. Good there enough. Go. Good enough for me. But I lucked out, Charlie, because the first one... That, that, that- that should be the 11th movie. Fast and Furious 11 is good enough for me. It's good enough for me. Know. Absolutely. So I lucked out because this is the first movie with The Rock in it. The Rock is a special agent. Um, they're trying to break, you know, trying to take down Dom Toretto and the team because they broke Dom out of out of uh, jail bus. And they go to Brazil and they get a job right. to get some cars. And then it goes sideways and all these things happen. And the Tokyo big Brazil, Drift. the big Brazil boss then decides to take them all down. So then they decide, you know what? It's all about family. One last job. We bring in the team. We get the, the big, the big, uh, uh, safe out of the out of the oh, police station the so this is the one that ties into the one that's coming out absolutely they, yes this is, this is where they retcon jason momoa is like in the back of the car where the big brazil boss he was ramon salazar in season three of 24 yes he was a big boss that's that. right so it's the same dude that actor who is he pops up in a bunch of stuff he was in that movie missing or whatever that that came out the cell phone movie um or, yeah, so I just, yeah. he's just a guy who shows up in a bunch so, of stuff. So, Charlie, um, I hit the jackpot with this film because, yeah, it ties me in to number 10. All the yeah, it's, right. it's fantastic, yes. So, um, yeah, this movie happened. I think they killed about 1,000 people. Um, so, great. Right. I mean, in yeah. In real life. It yes. Real yes. death. Yes. Um, and uh, they brought in the team. They did the job. And, wow, it was a great movie. One last job Let, and lessons, lessons were learned. Hearts were broken all the while stomping the yard. And I still don't understand why people like these movies. It's dumb. The special, the action scenes aren't even that entertaining. I'm like, they're way too long. Nothing interesting is happening. The fight scenes are dumb. And it's like, I don't like well, any yeah, of the, yeah, actors. I don't like not, any of the actors either. Paul Walker's boring. Vin Diesel. Oh, Vin, he's still alive. Yeah. Vin Diesel yeah. acts through his cut off shirt. That's his acting skills coming through. Yeah. Right. Um, That's as far as it goes. I don't know. I just found nobody. And then you've got like the comedic dumb duo of Ludacris and what's his name? The other uh, guy. Other guy. The yeah. other guy. The yeah. Two, the, the two black guys, Ludacris uh, and the other black guy. Right? And I don't think the cars were that great. I mean, there was no cars like, oh, that's a great looking car. Um, yeah. They, they, don't saw, have one that lo- they don't have one that looks like a spaceship or whatever. No, yeah. they, not until you get to Fast 9 and they fly Fiero into space. So this Watch just out. tells me that. People just go to these movies because it's dumb and they can turn their brain off and right. you see things explode. Totally get it. I totally get it. That's, and that's, that's, what that's what that's why April and I have a whole show dedicated to bad movies because it's just it's it's moronic. It's you dumb. Just do, you don't have to I invest mean, anything in it. 
I mean, the great. Transformers movies were like that, too. But they eventually like people saw through and like, oh, God, these movies are just bad. I'm moving away. And people yeah. just seem like want more of it. It's like it's like that right. guy just shoving do- like Homer with the donuts. More, more, oh, Homer more, with the donuts more. and help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Homer. Exactly. This is. Yeah. Oh, Fast and Furious is the. Homer in hell with the donut machine. Of exactly. So I might Boom, see nine, Charlie. I might see nine just to prepare I mean, myself for it. See, seeing the Fiero in space, um, you, you just, you got to. You, oh. it, 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 for someone who espouses dumb fun in movies, which we're going to talk about in a moment here in the Thunderdome, I think you owe it to yourself to basically, you know, this is this is the Taj Mahal of, of stupid movie franchises, and this is the Taj Mahal of that Taj Mahal is seeing a Fiero in space. You can't, you can't, you can't cut yourself short of the Fiero in space. No. That's, also, that's I just have to watch YouTube six, seven, and eight. Just recap those from YouTube, and then right. I'll see nine because I'm sure it's it might be available somewhere. If I have to pay for the movie, I think uh, all bets are off. No, I I feel like I know we have eight because my mom used to buy them and give us the mm. codes. And I'm not sure. About so it's it. your mom's it's to blame that they keep making these movies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just her. It's the eight ninety nine she paid. For okay. The well, we'll see. We'll see where nine comes along. If I'm really bored or something, I need treadmill. You know, activities. Oh, my oh well. Uh, yeah. So that's that. So folks, uh, you know. Watch it if you want. Uh, I'll allow it. Please do. Yes. Which led me me to, once again, I'm in the airplane looking for things to watch or occupy the time on an eight-hour flight. It's a long time. Um, And then there was a show that I always wanted to watch, and I never did, and that is the sitcom New Girl. Zoe Deschanel. uh, Jake. uh, Jake. Was it Jake Johnson, the Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, Peter, Peter B. Parker. Yeah. Yeah, and Damon Wayans' son was in one episode, and then he left, and he eventually right. comes back. Um, yeah, I never watched the show before, but I heard it was cute and funny and, and and fun. So I did. I watched like the first ten episodes, and I'm like, oh, this is actually a lot of fun. I like the characters. It's goofy. It is Zoe Deschanel is just doing her thing, just being silly and, and making fun and quirky girl. Yeah, quirky yep. girl. Yeah, and so I'm really, I really enjoy it, and um, it's just fun. It's just like every episode is something different. All the characters are a little bit different. They all complement each other very well. Um, they have hijinks. I can't figure out the apartment where they live in, where essentially they've got like urinals, and they their bathroom looks like it's a gym bathroom. Can't figure it out. It's very well, weird. Well, I mean, it's New York City, right? So everything is repurposed. So did it like used to be the old like shirtwaist factory or something might have been an old what, yeah what, might have been an old uh you know firehouse i don't know um yeah, yeah 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 it's it's fun though it's a fun show so um but the funny the ironic part is i go to like watch some more last night i'm like oh, i'll watch some more you know just watch some episodes it's now removed from like everything um, it's not on Netflix anymore. I'm like, where the hell's the show? Somebody's got to own it, right? Nowadays with streaming, yeah, right. well, apparently it's coming back. It's leaving Netflix and it's going to Hulu and Peacock, but not until the 17th of April. So it's like there's a week literally where the show is in limbo. Oh, my. We went to go watch uh, Showgirls after I had it pinned on my Paramount Plus list and it was gone. And then so we had to find it on Tubi, which means we had to watch it with commercials, which, to be honest with you, the commercials were, were welcome. You, it broke up the it broke up the uh, the excitement, yeah. but it was still yeah. it was still oh, fully yeah. R rated, though. Oh, the, that NC-17. It was the Perfect. NC-17. Isn't thing. that great, Charlie? Like yeah. it's like it's like back in the old days when you had like R rated movies, they were edited for television and content and right. length and they had commercials. Now you get all There's the fun of that, but no editing for content. It, it was 
beyond gruesome. Like I said, uh, uh, join our Patreon and listen this weekend. You will hear all about it. Yeah. So New Girl kind of in the reason I, I brought up New Girl, because it's what I would call goofy, dumb fun. It's not the best show in the world. It is goofy and fun, kind of like some of my other favorite sitcoms are just dumb fun. They're goofy. They're weird, little off-putting. So uh, in some senses, and they're just fun characters. So um, that is it, though, for the Geek Easy. So Charlie's dying right now. Um, yes. Oh, I can't take it. The fun is the, the fun is too dumb. I quit. Um, but anyway, we're going to dig a little deeper into the dumb funnery down in the land down under in front of the mutants Antina in the Thunderdome. Let's go. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome. Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome where the mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And this week, because you heard my love of dumb fun, Sometimes it's good dumb fun. Sometimes it's just bad dumb fun. Um, when when dumb fun goes bad or good. Yes. And so that's kind of like, what? how do we define dumb fun? You know, uh, you know, because it's not that way for everybody. So um, that's really kind of breaking down. And then we can give some examples of what dumb fun is for every. I mean, another way could be comfort food. But comfort food is often a little bit different. It's typically something you've watched a billion times. But sometimes dumb fun is just something you saw once. You're like, that was a lot of fun. You don't need to watch it again. It was just one of those wheelhouses. Or you might recommend it to somebody as something. You just want something mindless and dumb, and but it's entertaining. You might like it. might become your next favorite thing. But it's typically low stakes. Uh, but it's not, like I said, it's not your favorite thing you've seen a billion times. I would say that's different. Comfort food is something you put on because you've watched it so many times. So dumb fun's a little bit Every, different yeah. than comfort food. Everybody's, you know, the office or friends or the, Mar you know, a Marvel movie or Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dumb fun. You're, you're comfy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so I would say for a rule of dumb fun, oftentimes it's something that people intended to be great or or important or like, critically like acclaimed or, or yeah, like something that didn't go right and it just didn't turn out or it's something that just. Sometimes it's something that it knows what it is and it just is just embracing it and just goes all in like full, full nonstop idiocy. And we're just doing what we are doing. And then sometimes it's something that kind of does the whole loop, but it's like starts one way, goes another way and then comes back around like, oh, wow, that was that was different. But I liked it. But it made you feel so, better at the end. <laughs> yeah. I, I really feel like I was the lesser for it. So like Dumb and Dumber, you know, or <laughs> good lean of that. All right. So what are some classic examples? Because again, you you coined this, and I'm just gonna have to roll with you because I wouldn't say I was I was totally prepared to give my own unique spin on like here's 10 great examples. Like, get me rolling. We've already been talking about Fast and Furious. We've been talking about the Transformers movies. Like, well, what's the what? What are the highs and the lows of of the 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 Todd Oxford dumb fun genre? You know what? I'll give you an example um, because you asked. Um, Aquaman. Aquaman oh, was dumb fun. It was low stakes, not doing anything. I mean, they knew what they were doing. Um, it, it 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 didn't have really earth shaking. Uh, you know. Ex world exploding impact um and it was kind of like just 
it knew what it was. It was Jason Momoa going full in dude, bro, king of the seas. You had stupid octopuses playing the drums in the thing. <laughs> like, don't you remember? I don't, I don't even know. Like that's how long. How low of an impact it made, I guess. Oh, my God. Well, and I'm not going to see the movie again. I, and, and I didn't have any desire to. But it, like I said, it knew what it was. It was, yeah. an, it was an adventure movie. It was kind of like they're right. going on an adventure. They played a Toto song in it, Charlie. I think they knew what they did. And they knew what they were going. Right. Low stakes. Just have some fun. You're making an Aquaman movie. It was dumb fun. And so I think that's <laughs> why it did so well in China and, and across yeah. the board. That movie made like a billion dollars because it just embraced what it was. Yeah. Uh, there's a sequel to that one coming out, isn't it? Isn't it one of the, the Truly. Dynasty films? It's yeah. the last DCU movie under old leadership. Yeah, when does that one come out? It's, so they moved the date up to December 20th. Of this year. Okay. Of this year, so which is funny. It's, it's going to be competing with Ghostbusters Afterlife 2, which I yeah, totally forgot was coming Aquaman, out this year. Aquaman for Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so, and you as potentially uh, an example of, of a uh, unabashedly Unironic was supposed to be great, but it wasn't. If we're still sticking in that same genre vein, how would you label Batman versus Superman? Because didn't that movie feel like they were trying to do something really like it's spectacular, you know? And we're we're setting up, uh, you know, all these things that follow it. It just really, it just really failed. Was it fun or was it just dumb? Oh, I, I think that's one of those things, Charlie. To your point, where it's somebody thinks he's so smart. That and he's really not. And it turns out that way, like Zack Snyder. I think Zack Snyder thinks he's a genius. Um, and he's more like Tommy Wiseau. Uh, Oh, 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 hey, Batman, (laughs) exactly. I not not to offend anybody. If you like those movies, it's fine, but it's not great art. It's yeah, yeah, there there are plenty, there are plenty of people out there, and I, you know, a lot of the cosplayers I used to work with who really thought those movies were spectacular. Yes, um. But again, let's not forget at the core of this, it's all entertainment. And if it if it if it speaks to you in some fashion, sure. Uh, is it considered to be traditionally well made? Again, it's really hard to say. Todd and I wouldn't say so. We liked Man of Steel, but you know that was in some ways the apex of everything shooting straight down ways for for that film franchise. Were any of the rest of them any? But none of them were really like fun to watch no you know it wasn't like oh, oh and you know and batman batman's you know it's not like any of the characters had great chemistry there was any funny ha-has like any of the marvel films but okay so take us back to something a little bit more pure in your example of dumb fun it, you know does fat you know you were talking about fast and the furious does that go too far to be to be fun is it just dumb or or is this like i mean it's it's i i can understand why a lot of people say like they go it's dumb like i would say like when we're having the conversation like why do people like the movies katie and a bunch of the other folks in the group were saying because it's it's cars and that that for them it's dumb fun because they don't take it seriously they just want to go to something low stakes and something's going to blow up and it's fine um i mean it's like smoking the bandit dumb fun i mean you know 
Cannonball Run. Dumb fun. I think of like those those comedies. Go. I mean, um, and like, that, like stripes or any of those or you know, meatballs I mean, or any of those like So yeah, I mean I mean like a comedy that I would say was kind of dumb fun was uh, I don't know if you remember this movie, Mystery Men Mystery Men. It was that like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. dumb fun. It's not good. And it, I think it kind of knew what it was and it embraced the dumbness of it. And 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 I, and I think that's what made it entertaining to watch for me, but it was still dumb. I mean, Pee Wee Herman and you had Ben Stiller and a bunch of other folks and it was based on a comic book. And, you know, I, I think it became kind of like a cult classic. So a lot of these dumb fun movies be, do become cult classics. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, and also moving on to like comedies, uh, Super Troopers for a lot of people is just dumb fun. It's stoner comedy, oh, right? And, and that's one. That's one I know that just really rubs you the wrong way. Or so you've always said, like, oh my I god, could, I couldn't get past the first fifteen minutes. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing in the world, and it's not making me laugh. So my 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 the guy I was watching it with, we watched it like, nope, turn it off. It didn't get me. I didn't laugh oh once. Gosh. I'm like, I think another, you have to, I think you had to be partaking uh, to watch that kind of like the Cheech yeah. and Chong's film films. Those aren't funny unless you are unless you're like ten and you're like right. those guys are funny. Unless you're ten and smoking weed, oh Todd, I don't know that's that's bridge too far. Um, well, yeah, I not, remember yeah. you. You have a particular disdain for like some ninety movies, nineties movies like PCU. I know you hated that movie, but I, but I thought it was a giggle. There, I would or say the nineties movie are a lot of those, Charlie. The nineties movies yeah. like PCU, Euro Trip, Airheads, Airheads with uh, with Brendan Fraser and uh, it, it's it's Steve Buscemi and then um, what's it? Adam Sandler. I love that movie, but yeah, it's it's moronic, absolutely moronic. But that's that's real dumb fun to me. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Um, the Last Action Hero. Oh, my God. Wow. That was, you know, that's one that I have seen bits and pieces of. I don't know that I've watched it all the way through. It's dumb uh, fun. But yeah, because, it, yeah, and, and Schwarzenegger knew what he yeah. was making, and it was supposed to be a right. play on things. It just didn't. It was That was kind of like the end of people like, yeah, yeah, Arnold, I think. You know, it was kind of like he, he was yeah. at his rock point of his life trying to make the the dc universe his it was like arnold was trying to do the same thing you know kind of ran out of right, his uh right. yeah he lost his mojo no boy oh boy yes he lost his like austin powers austin powers great example those movies are super dumb but we had a shit ton of fun watching them didn't we oh yeah but i the, mean the, the third thing, one thing the third one is like, the oh. ultimate dumb fun because you get like the, you've gotten yeah. to the point where it's so so far beyond like we've got 85 characters mike myers playing 85 characters you've got the weird dutch guy gold member i love gold pipe and a pancake smoke. you know it's just crazy yeah i mean and you could go all over the thing i mean so i'm trying to think of like beyond that i mean is there any like serious movies that you'd say are like we're a we're dumb fun i mean you can't really can you get with a serious movie that's dumb fun because then fun is part of the phrase is it is it i mean i guess the room would be like that kind of like it was supposed to be a serious movie but it became kind of like a yeah dumb fun yeah a a, a parody end itself or movies that parody that like you know the disaster artist which was the the making of was it wasn't that the name of the disaster artist where that's how we all learned about it in the first place because i didn't know anything about that before yeah i i think so yeah. yeah i mean maybe another one would be like howard stern's private parts you know, the yeah. book oh. with him. Dumb fun. Right. I think he knew what he was doing. Low stakes, right. like a biopic. He played himself. Um, right. 
Yeah. It was fourth wall breaking, him keep talking to the camera. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I think that's definitely a good example, without a doubt. Are the Star Wars prequels dumb fun? <laughs> I mean, when people I mean, edit them a certain way, they are. Yeah, right. I mean, George really thought he was, you know, uh, fulfilling his vision making those films. and But again, you know, especially on Holocron, we know a lot of people who absolutely revere those, so. I don't know. Uh, well, um, what about the Star Star Trek animated series, Charlie? Is that dumb fun? You know what? I think that's a great example because the, the Star Trek animated series, if you're not familiar, which you probably are if you've heard about me, after Star Trek was canceled and it was determined by a reevaluation of Nielsen's ratings that instead of being the least popular program Paramount ever made, it was the most popular program paramount ever made they spent the next couple of years uh by putting it in syndication and having it become the most popular television program of all time hey we got to make something else they couldn't get everybody back together to make a show or they didn't have the money so they got with canadian uh animation studio filmation uh and put out this it was it was a predecessor to he-man which my god those evil skeletor meme groups on facebook oh my god but i digress to, to produce a very low budget very kind of low stakes low uh everything uh basically 22 episodes over two seasons uh, of which there were a couple of gems they brought back dc fontana they brought back david gerard and wrote some serious scripts but they had some real ringers that even on code 47 early on myself and and my former co-host rich uh covered that show you're right it is fun to watch because it was a saturday morning cartoon and those are by nature fun you know like spider-man and his amazing friends or you know the 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 spider-man cartoons from the 1960s or the hulk and fantastic four which all came out at the same time um could have been some good stories in there um or like the old gi joe cartoon there were some good stories in there they told some interesting stories around you know a syndicated 30 minute block of a, of a toy commercial. You know what I mean? What about the transformers where there was, it was there a nugget of a good story in any of those animated episodes? From Not really. it was just, no, can't remember. Selling toys and, and set a story around it. I mean, yeah, I mean, and then one of my last one, which is more of a recent film, it was Barb and star go to Vista Del Mar. That movie oh my was God. dumb fun. It was just, wow. you knew what it was. It, it was like somebody's fever dream to make this stupid movie about these ladies that were unemployed and went on a trip and it was so weird oh my God. i enjoyed it though i was oh, like i couldn't no, stop no. watching <laughs> so dumb. that's good oh my god well to wrap it up i would simply say unless you had any further thoughts on the subject um all of this all of this that we do is very subjective um but it does take a certain level of awareness to realize when you're watching something that is absolutely stupid whether it's unintentional or not but to still have, to, to still derive enjoyment from it, that's dumb fun, wouldn't you say, Todd? Absolutely, that something that it? brings joy right. to you, regardless of quality right. or intent. Um, and it's probably something you probably won't watch again because you got There's your out of it. You, you love it and leave it. That's the best way to put it. With dumb fun. Yeah. I tell you, I, I certainly don't watch movies again like I did. In the, there's just so much content. But yeah, something. Yeah, I can't tell you especially since the end of the, the the high times of the marvel films of anything that i ever really rewatch but certainly never go through and subject myself to watching you know all of the final destination movies again there you go there's one final destination because it's always the, it's always the same story um nice good pick i like it so todd uh that's the show babe 
So where do people find you out there? Uh, for my personal stuff, go to Twitter. I'm out there uh, connecting with folks and having a good time. And then, as always, check out our uh, Secret Friends Twitter, at Secret Friends U. Go to our webpage. Go to our Discord group. Join the fun there. And also go to Patreon to check out what we're doing at patreon.com slash Unite. And when you're done listening to this podcast, you know what? Go to your old podcast service. Give us a review, people. We'd love it if you did because it lets people know that you enjoyed it. And it also gives us feedback if you have something that you'd like us to cover or something you'd like to change. Or if you'd like to close down the Geek Easy and let us go to a new restaurant, we are always open to ideas. Oh, to upgrade the Geek Easy. Uh, And you mentioned Patreon, which you can reach at secretfriendsunite.com slash Patreon. Thank you again to all of our Patreons, but certainly our top-tier folks. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, You can find me out there on the internet, largely on Twitter, at the C3. Go ahead and spell it out. My lovely wife and April and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey. That is one of the biggest chapters of the International Star Trek Fan Club. Based here in West Michigan, uh, we uh, also are part of an organization, myself at the top of it, Region 13, which handles Michigan and Eastern Canada. If you live in one of those spots and love Star Trek and want to meet other Trekkers, drop me a line at our... Uh, Graham Petoskey website or across the socials. But that's it for us, friends. As always, thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. Be the hero, not the villain. In a truck. I love gold. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.